0: Podcast Network Asia Hello and welcome to episode 52 of the 80%. Creating and following a budget is important. Pero hindi ito madaling gawin. Madalas nakakalito at nakakatamad. Today, I'll give you 5 tips on how to get the motivation para gawin yung mga bagay na mahirap or challenging, katulad ng pagbabudget so that in the end, you'll be able to enjoy its benefits. Are you ready to listen and learn? Let's go! Hi, my name is Fitz Villafuerte at ako ay isang registered financial planner. Since 2007, nagbibigay na ako ng financial advice through my blog entitled Ready to be Rich. And I continue this advocacy through this podcast kung saan pag-uusapan natin ang mga effective strategies kung paano ba umaman. Thank you for tuning in and now, on to the show. American football coach Nick Saban is famous for saying that there are two pains in life. The pain of discipline and the pain of disappointment. If you can handle the pain of discipline, you'll never have to deal with the pain of disappointment. Do you agree? I do. At napatunayan ko na yan sa mga maraming bagay. Ang pinakasimpleng example for me siguro ay yung pag-aaral. Hindi kasi ako masipag mag noon and in fact, mahilig akong mag-cram kapag may exam. Ang advantage ko lang siguro noong nag-aaral ako nung high school was masipag kasi ako magsulat ng notes. Kaya madali kong naaaral yung mga lessons when I'm already cramming for a test. Nadala ko yung habit na yon nung college and I really struggled during my first year. Hindi na kasi umuubra yung nagno notes lang ako and then mag-aaral na lang kapag malapit na yung exam. As an engineering student na maraming math at physics subjects, kailangan talaga na may disiplina ako na mag-review regularly. Lalo na yung mag-practice na mag-solve ng mga problems para matutunan ko yung mga iba't-ibang diskarte at para may-may ako kapag dumating na yung exams. During the first year of my university life, I had disappointing grades dun sa mga math and physics subjects ko. At first, akala ko na culture shock lang ako that I was still adjusting to college life. But later, I realized that tulad ng sinabi ni Nick Saban, I was experiencing the pain of disappointment because I refused to experience the pain of discipline. When it comes to personal finance, isa sa mga pinakmahirap na matutunan ay yung paggawa at lalo na yung pagsunod sa budget or spending plan natin. Saving money is relatively easy. We've already shared several strategies on how you can save money effectively, like paying yourself first and making it automatic. Pero useless ang mga strategies na ito if we don't later on learn how to properly budget our income. At dito nagsisimula mahirapan ng sino man na sumusubok na ayusin ang kanilang personal finance. I learned the habit of creating and following a budget when I was in my early 20s. Nagtatrabaho na ako nun at it was necessary for me to learn this because talagang eksakto lang yung sweldo ko sa mga gastos ko noon. At hindi siya madali, ubos ora siya, nakakalito at nakakatamad gawin. Madalas, it also feels frustrating kasi ang dami mong gustong gawin at bilhin pero kitang kita mo sa spreadsheet mo na hindi pwede. I can't afford the things that I want because I have to budget my money for the things that I need. However, looking back, I'm glad that I was able to endure the pain of having the financial discipline to follow a spending plan because it became my most important skill in achieving financial security. Nowadays, when people ask me about budgeting, most of them ask about different budgeting systems and strategies. Isa sa mga popular ay yung zero-based budget planning system na pinag-aralan ko at yung pa rin gamit ko hanggang ngayon. Of course, there's the envelope method at meron din yung tinatawag nilang 50-30-20 strategy at marami pang iba. All of these are great budgeting strategies and I'm sure they are all effective. But if and only if you have the financial discipline to follow them. Learning how to budget your money is like learning a new habit. Picking the budget planning system to adopt is usually the easiest part. What comes next after choosing your strategy is the real challenge, which is tracking your expenses, updating your spreadsheet, and making sure that you're on track with your spending plan, day after day, week after week, month after month. And it's during this stage when a lot of people procrastinate. They become lazy and eventually stop or give up. In 2018, three professors and scientists from the University of Zurich published a research paper in the European Journal of Personality entitled Doing Despite Disliking. Self-Regulatory Strategies in Everyday Aversive Activities Pinag-aralan nila yung mga strategies o mga pwedeng gawin ng isang tao para ma-motivate siya na kumilos at tapusin yung mga bagay na ayaw niyang gawin. Particularly, activities that they don't find enjoyable at the moment but they know that they should do. Example na nga dito yung pagbabudget o yung pagawa ng spending plan. But of course, applicable din yung mga strategies nila sa mga ibang bagay tulad ng pag exercise o pagda-diet, pagtatrabaho o pag-aaral at marami pang iba. In short, mga bagay na nakakatamad gawin at madalas we procrastinate on. So anu yung mga strategies na yon? Here they are. Number one, focus on positive consequences tinatamad kang mag-budget or pag-aralan yung mga gastos mo, then just ask yourself, ano ba ang mga benefits kapag nagawa mo siya? Of course, mababawasan ang stress mo sa finances kasi mas aware ka na kung saan ba pumupunta ang pera mo. At mas malino na rin para iyo kung saang part ba ng lifestyle mo yung dapat mong baguhin or ayusin para makatipid. Another way that you can focus on the positive consequences is to put up a vision board. Put up photos of the things that you'll buy in the future, the things that you and your loved ones will do, and the kind of life that you want to lead. Ilagay mo yung mga pictures sa isang lugar na madalas mong makikita at gamitin mo itong inspiration at motivation kapag medyo tinatamad kang magtrabaho. Ipaalala mo sa sarili mo kung para saan ba ang ginagawa mo. Number two, focus on the negative consequences. Doing the opposite also works. Try to imagine, kapag hindi ka gumawa ng spending plan, kapag hindi ka nagtipid, kapag naging careless ka sa pag-gasos mo, anong mga pwedeng mangyari? For me, it helps not just to imagine it but to actually talk and tell myself what would happen. Haharap ako sa salamin at kakausapin ko ang sarili ko sasabihin ko, alam mo Fitz, kapag hindi mo ito ginawa, ito ang mga pwedeng mangyari. gusto mong mangyari yon, hindi di ba? kaya umagkanan tamaren, gawin mo nyan. yan, parang ganyan ng script ko. Visualizing the negative consequences can jolt us back into track. It will help you push through the laziness and procrastination. It works for me, and it can work for you. Let's take a quick break from this episode because I want to tell you about eToro. If you want to invest and trade the global markets like U.S. stocks, commodities, forex, cryptocurrencies, and others, then check out eToro, my trusted multi-asset broker with an online community of millions of investors and traders from around the world. One of their coolest features is CopyTrader, which allows you to copy other successful traders on eToro in just one click to easily automate your investing or trading. Sign up today and get a $100,000 practice account. Just go to bit.ly/open eToro account. That's b i t . l y open e t o r o account. Again, that's bit.ly/open eToro account. All small letters. Do you want to invest in real estate for as low as 1,000 pesos? Then check out Flint PH, the first tech-enabled, low-cost Philippine real estate crowdfunding platform that is made for investors who would like to invest in Philippine real estate properties. Flint provides a fixed and safe return on investment, especially for those looking to earn passive income. Flint is open to anyone at any time, even to those who are based outside the Philippines. Sign up for a free account today and visit bit.ly slash flintph. That's bit.ly slash flintph. Again, that's bit.ly slash flintph. All small letters. That's it. Now let's go back to our episode. Number three, think about that moment when you're done. This strategy is somehow related to our first tip. But instead of thinking about the positive consequences if we do the work, we focus instead on that moment when you finally finish the task. Kunwari, inaayos ko yung Excel file ng cash flow ko. nag encode at nagtatali ako ng mga expenses, which is boring gawin. To motivate myself to finish the task, I set a simple reward for when I'm done. Then I imagine that moment. Minsan may pep talk pa ako para sa sarili ko. Kunwari sasabihin ko, Fitz, tapusin mo na to. Huwag ka nang tamarin, kasi after nito, mag-memoryanda tayo at manunood ng Netflix. Apart from having a reward, I also try to imagine that feeling of relief and accomplishment when I'm done. That can actually also motivate you. When you're facing or about to face a challenge, this strategy helps your mind appreciate more the benefits of being able to push through the difficult or daunting task. Number 4. Regulate Your Emotions For this strategy, we go back to the lessons we learned in Episode 9, which was all about the philosophy of Stoicism. Let's listen to a clip from that episode. Alam ko marami sa inyo ay nagda-drive and nangyari na ba sa inyo na yung may biglang tumawid sa daan, uh, wala namang pedestrian lane, out of nowhere may biglang tumawid or worse yung may biglang na lang nag-cut sa inyo na jeep or kotse. Meron na kong uh, isang kaibigan pag uh, nangyari sa kanya yon. Nako, ang bilis uminit ng ulo niya and talagang napapamura siya and Admittedly, ako rin naman pag nangyayari sa akin yun, naiinis din ako and uh, there are times na napapamura ako. But here's the difference between me and my friend. Yung kaibigan ko, for the next 30 minutes or so, he will be angry and frustrated over what happened. Kung kasama ko siya, nako, mag ra na mag and medyo memorized ko na yung script niya. I'm sure, sasabihin niya na kaya hindi umaasenso ang Pilipinas kasi mga simpleng rules lang ng pagtawed sa tamang pedestrian crossing, pedestrian lane, hindi pa magawa. And yung mga drivers daw sa Pilipinas, napakarami daw na bobo. Ayan, usually, yun talaga yung script ng kaibigan ko. In my case, of course... Uh, our, all our emotions are valid and there are times na talagang nagagalit din ako, naiinis ako. But siguro after mga 10 seconds, okay na ako. Hindi na ako galit or frustrated dun sa nangyari. Bakit? Because I know that the behavior of other people, yung driver skills ng iba nagmamaneho, those are things that are not in my control. However, my reaction how I deal with the situation those are within my control. And because of that, I know that I have the power to choose whether to be angry for 30 minutes or for just 10 seconds. Think about it. Even if my friend rants about what happened for 30 minutes, it won't change anything, di ba? Nangyari na yun nangyari. At hindi naman siya naririnig nung tumawid sa maling lugar or nung driver na nagkat sa kanya. So parang uh, ano yung use? For me, He's just wasting his mental energy. Um, Again, don't get me wrong, okay lang na mag-express ng frustration natin or to feel angry when these things happen. But what is not okay is to linger on these emotions because it's no longer productive. Sometimes, things happen and it messes up our budget. These are unforeseen expenses such as accidents, urgent home repairs, getting sick, or even a friend who suddenly needs financial help. These are beyond our control, but how we handle them emotionally is well within our capacity. You don't need to feel helpless, anxious, or defeated. Instead, you can be calm and rational, and realize that these setbacks on your cash flow are but extra challenges that you can eventually find a solution to. And number five, Avoid distractions. Yung pag-aayos ng budget natin, yung spending plan, hindi yan madaling gawin lalo na kung baguhan o nag-uumpisa ka pa lang. That's why it helps to set a schedule for it, a specific day and time kung kailan mo siya gagawin, tapos you set yourself up for success. Halimbawa, ako usually I do my weekly cash flow analysis ng Monday night. I start at around 8 p.m. During this time, I make sure na naka-off ang notifications ko sa phone. I tell everyone at home not to disturb me. At may nakaredy na rin akong tubig or juice para hindi ko na kailangan tumayo kapag nauuhaw ako. And then when my mind starts to wander and I can't concentrate on what I'm doing, which often happens, I'll take a 5-minute snack break. And yes, nakahandahan na rin yung chichirya sa tabi ko. Doing so allows me to ease my mind back into thinking about my finances. And I have the same routine for my monthly and yearly budget planning. And I really make time to do it. I set myself up to do and finish the task with minimal distractions. It takes time, but it's worth it. I've been managing my personal finance for more than a decade, but that habit didn't become a habit overnight. It took me almost a year before I found a budgeting system that worked for me, and several months before I could successfully follow that system, and a few more additional months before I could effectively integrate that habit into my lifestyle. Yes, it took me around two years to learn, manage, and optimize this financial habit, I went through challenging and difficult times and learned how to handle them. Yes, I still run into bouts of procrastination and laziness every now and then. And there are times when I become too busy that budgeting becomes less of a priority. But whenever these things happen, I use these five mental strategies to get me back on track. And it works not just for budgeting but for any difficult task that I'm facing particularly those which I know has long-term benefits for me. Think about the positive and negative consequences. Imagine that feeling of accomplishment when you're done. Accept the things that are beyond your control and set yourself up for success to finish the task. These strategies have helped me and I know it can also help you. And That's the end of our episode. Thank you for listening. Kung may natutunan kayo today, then please follow or subscribe to the 80% and invite your friends nyo to listen to our podcast. For comments and suggestions, you can go and visit our official website, the80percentpodcast.com. That's it. My name is Fitz Villafuerte. See you again next week. Goodbye. Take care and stay safe.